Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Out of the Drying Pan, a Pokemon the Series podcast, where each week we discuss two episodes from the Pokemon anime, and we're going to be talking about whatever else comes to our minds. Also, just a quick reminder, we are an E for explicit podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my co-host, Alex. You always do this, and I'm always not prepared. Nope, got to keep you on your toes. I know. Well, this week has been very eventful. And I know we talked about it a little bit beforehand, but I'm excited to be back doing this after a crazy week. I feel like this is a good respite from real life. Nice. Well, you can take the week talk segment. You can take the lead on that. But first, we've got to introduce our other co-host, Austin. My day sucked. I'm still mad at everyone and everything. <laughs> Fuck you all. Not the listeners and not you two. Just fuck the world, I guess. Yeah, all you panhandlers out yeah. there, it's okay. You, that's we were <laughs> Down okay. With the man. Is that we're gonna call our audience members now? We were having a vote before this. Panhandles because <laughs> they hold up the show, or what were we going for here? <laughs> what was the topic we chose? Oh my god! What were we gonna address the audience as? Audience, what do you want to be called? The panhandles. That's my favorite. That sounds like a band from like the eighties. It does. It does. It's like sound a like, shitty band yeah. from the eighties. It's the like a. It sounds like a Journey cover band or something. Like that. <laughs> mm. the, the Panhandles. The Johto Journeys. <laughs> Johto Journeys. We should learn how to play instruments. We could play in a band. We should. And uh, by the way, the Panhandlers shirt will be available on our Patreon. Alex is designing it right now. If you're our third tier member, as we speak. That's right. We don't have Patreon. Just kidding. But we could. We could. Hmm. Huh. Interesting idea. All right. Let us know. Yeah, future thoughts. But right now, we're in the present, and we're going to talk on our past a little bit with our week talk segment. And Alex, you seem like you have a lot to say, so why don't you lead us off? I'm currently recovering from a minor surgery, so there's that. Happy surgery. Happy surgery. Happy surgery. I didn't die. Yeah, that guy that you met in the alley did a great job, though. I know. But yeah, no, it was good. It was... Good, not as scary or whatever daunting as I was thinking it was going to be. Recovery is annoying. What else? Anything else interesting? Wait, I got a question about the surgery. Yes. I always ask people this when I hear they're having surgery. How did you react to the anesthesia? Like, did you, how did you come out of it? I didn't have general anesthesia. I had local anesthesia. Oh, okay. Where they numbed my one area where I was having the surgery, which was really fucking painful. But then I didn't feel it after the numbing agent set in, so there was that, I guess. <laughs> but well, that's good. That's good. I had it one time where I was completely knocked out, and I woke up, and I was, like, just the meanest person ever. Like, it was just, <laughs> I was, like, an a-hole to everybody. So I was just curious. You ever watch those videos of, like, people coming out of anesthesia and all the crazy shit they say? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I love too. those. <laughs> those videos I are love great. those. <laughs> I'm always afraid if I had to have, like, general anesthesia that... Like, I would say something completely embarrassing or, like, absurd. I have a story. Oh, boy. <laughs> Does this involve you or somebody you know? Me. Oh, okay. And it's a story I don't have the full context for because they put me under. <laughs> and next thing I know, it's, like, seemingly, like, a moment later and my eyes are open again. And there's this technician dude looking at me with a look of horror on his face. 
And I'm like, what? And he says, don't worry. That happens to a lot of people. Oh, my God. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I went under again, and I don't have any idea what he was talking about. Wait, so to this day, you have no idea? <laughs> no, I never saw... I saw that person once, oh my ever, gosh. in that moment. Was he looking at you when he said this, or was he looking at the doctor? I, it was just me and him in the room. Oh, okay. I thought, like, he was looking at the doctor and was like, it's okay, that happens all the time. Oh, you know, my or God. Like, okay, so, here are the theories. <laughs> One theory is I, like, farted or something. But he's, you said a look of horror, so, like, did you I mean, yeah. soil yourself or something? No, I did not soil myself. I would be aware of that one. Okay. One theory is I had, like, a boner. <laughs> oh, jeez. Does that happen? <laughs> I mean... Does that happen? I guess I, it could, theoretically, right? I think so. Um, okay, that may have been it. It may have been it. If I did, it was just an anesthesia. I don't think... Like, a reaction. I don't see that happening, though. Because, like, that stuff... I feel like it would calm you. Yeah, that stuff's supposed to relax you. You know, I see, like, the soil yourself option. Yeah, I think fart. Yeah, like, fart, yeah. Because your intestines are probably Well, what about, like, could you have said something? Or... I don't think so, because I think I woke myself up. So I think I farted myself awake (laughs) for a moment. It happens, for sure. Yeah. Oh boy those are the theories who knows oh my god i can't believe you never got an, an answer like nobody said to you afterwards like oh yeah when you were out this happened this happened whatever like it was when i was getting my wisdom teeth out so i have no oh. I, I couldn't possibly tell oh, you oh wow you had a seinfeld moment um what else happened so there's that oh my favorite band released a new single because their album is dropping next week so i was super excited and i was trying to get austin to listen but i don't think you did it made me really sad I'm so sorry. I've had the day from hell. We'll get into that later. Ooh, let's talk about it. Not that I'm gleefully, like, awaiting your bad story or anything, but... Oh, my God. It it really wasn't anything too terrible. It was just one stupid thing after another. Yeah, those kind of days suck. Yeah. First thing that happened was minor. It was dealing with Expedia and trying to get my plane ticket, transfer credit, all this stuff. So that was just one thing. Oh, is that from when you booked the wrong month? A while ago? No, that don't, we don't talk about that on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this is not a good episode for me. No, this is a different thing. But then what happened was I found out my my new credit card had a hold on it because of fraudulent activity. What? But it wasn't really fraudulent activity. I just am very suspicious with my purchases. <laughs> so they put it on hold and I couldn't use it. And it was really bad timing because it was a new card. I have a new credit and a new debit at the same time. And my monthly rent was due. Oh, no. Oh, wow. My monthly rent was due and I had a new card. And so I was like, well, shit, I got to make sure everything's on the up and up. And like, I got everything set up and everything. I'm like thinking I'm really on top of my game here. No, I log in. First of all, I log in and I see three months worth of unpaid rent on my like invoice oh. I'm like, what why is this and i look and I, i've had my you know my auto pay set up for years and it just didn't work for monday or not monday for january and february and so i call the front office and i'm like hey you guys it's saying i have like all these months unpaid and there's like late fees and stuff i don't know what happened it just didn't auto pay for some reason but my card was in there it's not in there now because I took it out because I put a new one in, but I swear to you it was in there. Could you get these, you know, late fees waived for me? And they were like, oh, okay, um, we'll do one, but not two. And I'm like, okay, but, but you I promise it. you. What? You paid it, though. The story's still going. Okay, Jenna. okay. <laughs> the story's still going because 
I'm like, okay, can we just get both of them waived? Because it's not my fault that the auto pay didn't work. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't me, I swear. And she was like, one moment, please. Then she comes back and she's like, no, only one month. And I'm like, okay, I say, I'm trying to be like, you know, nice. I'm like, you know, okay, well, that just seems kind of stupid. And she like jumps all over me and she's like, how's that stupid? What's so stupid about it? What do you think is stupid? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And the manager jumps on the phone and he's like, I'm the property manager. I don't see how that's stupid. We can only wave one month. And I'm like, uh. And then I'm getting like defensive, and I'm raising my voice because like they're jumping all over me. <laughs> oh my! That went from like four to like a ten in like a second. It went from a one to a ten. It was so dumb. So I'm like, basically say fuck you in my mind really loud, oh. and I, I don't actually say it out loud, but I think it, and I hang, I basically hang up. And so I call the property management company that owns the apartment complex, and I leave a voicemail for the regional manager, and I say oh, I get tell the whole story. Before she replies to my voicemail, I'm like, okay, well, I need to pay this now because the guy, the manager said, and if you don't pay it today, you're going to have another late fee and we're not going to waive that for sure. Oh my God. How unprofessional. I hate these people. Oh my God. What a scam. Apartment living is a scam. Yeah. I know. So I go on there and I try and pay the whole thing. Turns out I can't because it's three months worth of rent plus $200 in late fees. Screw that ironically my checking account is 100 less than the total payment that's due oh i'm like god damn it so i transfer over money from my savings to my checking just for this one payment but it doesn't matter because it takes two to three business days for that to go through so it literally rejects my card which i can still use my debit card but not my credit card to pay this stupid thing and so i'm like well shit what am i gonna do First, I check and make sure that it's working at all. So I pay half of it with a debit card, and that goes through. So I'm like, I'm like out of options, and I'm fucked. So I literally have to call my parents, how embarrassing, and ask that I can use their money for the rest of the month and pay them back during payday. So I have a question about this. Are you certain, absolutely certain, that you were not auto-drafted on those three months? Did you have any invoices on your bank statement? I went back to my bank statement and checked. That was the first thing I did. And it didn't show. There was nothing there. See, it is on me for not keeping abreast on this, for not keeping tabs on my uh, bank account status for the payments and making sure they were going through. But, like, I, I'm so sorry that after over two years of my auto pay working, it just randomly decided to not work, and that threw me off. I'm so sorry. So it just randomly, it randomly didn't work, the auto pay. At the end of the year, it stopped working for no discernible reason. Okay. And I had no idea. So I wonder, I'm just thinking conspiracy here, and that is through the, the apartment's website that you, the auto pay is set up? Yes. Okay, because here's what, I've never, when I was in an apartment, I never, like, if you missed a month, they let you know immediately. There was no mm-hmm. waiting period. They There's no way in hell they would let three months go without, mm-hmm. I think... You're getting screwed here, and they turned it mm-hmm. off on purpose. I've had that thought, too. I brought it up. Well, you guys didn't give me any no's whatsoever. That's unfair. That's why I said it's unfair for this to be the case, for me not to pay these late fees. And she said, oh, no, we sent you an email on January 6th. Here, I just sent it again. So I checked my email. The email she sent just now was in there. There was no email well, from January 6th. of course there 6th. wasn't an She email. lied. Yeah. They were lying. Of course they're going to protect themselves. And you know what? Honestly, that's shitty because if you've been an upstanding, uh, you know, on-time person who's, like, paid their rent, 
in full every month, they should have some leniency. But, you know, that's in a that's in a normal world. In this world, nobody gives a shit about anyone else. So I don't know. I got so I got so furious. I, I wasn't even mad. I was like, OK, this is like a weird misunderstanding until they started getting snippy with me. Yeah. Then I was like, and then I was like, I'm, I'm not dealing with this. And I hung up on them. Basically, that's a bad review when you move out. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I think they did it on purpose, though. I really do. Among a whole host of other things. But. I think they're trying to force me out so they can get new people to charge more money. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. They, that was happened in my last complex. They forced you out? Yeah. Anyway, the lady um, who is the regional manager eventually called me back while I was on the phone with a different service, by the way. And she said she's going to talk to who she can talk to and see if she can get that $100 fee waived, which means it's not going to happen. But I'm going to be bothering her until I hear back. Good. Hold your ground, Austin. She was really nice. She was not unnecessarily aggro for no reason. What else? The other things I was doing all day was being put on hold with the bank to get my credit card reinstated. I was literally on hold for more more than five hours total. Oh okay. I was transferred eight times. At one point, I went to the bank itself and said, I can't get through the phone. Please reactivate my card. And the guy said, oh, I'll call them for you. I'll call the same number you're calling. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not going to do anything. Because no. <laughs> he said, I'm leaving work at five. I'm like, okay, well, you have to work. You do your job. I'll be playing the phone game. Eventually, I got through and I got my card reinstated. I need to test it to see if it works, but I plan on doing so shortly. The other thing that happened was my collection bill in the mail for $1,300 for that time I went to the hospital three years ago. Oh, no. What the, how did that happen? <laughs> you had a hell of a day. Oh, my God. I know. Are you sure you want to keep going here? <laughs> what could just hey, wait a right minute. Here? Isn't there a, there's a, there's a limitations on a medical debt collection? So before you pay and assume the debt, you need to find that out. Yeah. Oh, this is bullshit. This is not the first time I've gotten this shit from a, a debt collection place. Um, but it was the same hospital visit. That they're claiming. You better make sure of that. I know for a fact I do not know that money because I've been through this before. So I called the hospital and I told them the whole thing. And I said, could y'all send me the itemized bills that show the ISO $0 so I can send it to these scam artists and show them I own $0? Hopefully oh. they do that. That hasn't hurt your credit, has it? No. Okay, good. Wow, what a, what a freaking day, what a man. a day. That's horrible. Jacob, how was your week? <laughs> yes, hopefully you had a much more fun and exciting escape from reality kind of week just mainly working but i do have a big update on my shining pearl <gasps> quest i finally beat shining pearl yay Hooray. and man that uh cynthia battle at the end there that is garbage that is some it was tough I haven't gotten there yet. I don't know, but that's what I've heard. That's a joke. It's more difficult than it was on the DS. Way, way more difficult. Way, way more difficult. And they set you up for it too bad. Because you go through Mm -hmm. the uh, Elite Four, no problems. You won't have any problems. You'll probably one-hit KO all of them. No issue. And then they're like, surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, you hit Cynthia. It's like, save before you go see her. You're going to be doing that battle multiple times. Let me say that. If that Milotic uses Recover one more time, I'm going to Oh, my it. God. I was spamming the same time she was spamming. So I was just like, it just became a big spam war. It was like, Recover. Oh, uh, you know, Recover. Everybody just Recover. I was like, Max Revive, Max Revive, Yeah, that's, Max what, revive. I <laughs> that's what I was doing, too. That's what I was doing, too. Every time she brought out a... I guess no secret she has a Garchomp, you know, and this thing's ferocious. And uh, I 
I screwed up and all the Pokemon I had were weak to Earthquake. So I just kept spamming revives until she ran out of PP for the Earthquake. So <laughs> that's what <Wow>. I did. <laughs> I, you know what? I've, oh God, I, we need to talk about this because I was going to say it's impossible. You guys have both beaten the game, right? Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was your time, Austin? Real quick. Oh, I don't remember. Okay. I beat it in 16 hours. Damn. Really? Speed yeah. run. That's really not like a speed run for like normal speed runners. But for me, that is because I take like 500 hours to get through Pokemon game. So. Uh, Alex, you had something to say? Well, I was going to say there's so many Pokemon games coming out. So we had. So you guys have finished it. You guys are on track. You know, Arceus, you beat Arceus, right, Austin? Yeah, I beat Arceus. And I've, now I've done all the DLC stuff for Arceus. Outside the Trial of Solitude bullshit that I'm not going to do. <laughs> okay. I'm not, well, I'm not getting, I'm probably not going to get Legends, so. I think you should. I think you should. I think you'll find it refreshing if you were to play it. You can borrow mine if you want. I'll bring it. Okay. <laughs> I just don't like refreshing, but it's okay. Refreshing? Yeah, like I don't drink, I like to drink things to feel refreshed. You know? Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we didn't mention at all the new announcement. <gasps> what announcement would that be, Alex? Another fucking Pokemon game. Yay! Okay, I thought my guess was spot on. I if somebody would have said like asked me to put money on that, I guess that it was going to be Detective Pikachu 2. Because mm-hmm. 2 weeks ago there was an announcement that the guy who made the first one was working on a second one. So I was like, I would have made bets that this was going to be the case. I did not expect uh, Gen 9 to come out in this thing. My head is spinning. I can't believe this. It's too much, I think. I mean, I, I'm, it, there's no hope for me. Leave me behind. <laughs> I'll never finish. I, I went back. The other thing too is I went back this week. I picked up Shield again because I never finished that. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trash. Anyway, <laughs> then they announced a lot of fucking Pokemon games coming out and I'm like, even though I'm completely excited, don't get me wrong. Of course I'll buy it. Of course I won't finish it, but... My head was literally spinning around because I was like, I can't believe they have another Pokemon game in such a short period of time. Alex, yes, you and I are both taking two weeks off work consecutive. Yes, yes. I'm sitting in a room with you yes. until you finish all these games. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to yell at you when okay. you go off. When you're like, oh, let me do this weird thing instead. No, sh- no, 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 no. That's what I was going to say. Chair. You got, you guys are going to be in there. I'm going to be wearing a one-piece jumpsuit with a, with a whistle. And I'm going to blow it every time you guys <laughs> try to do something else like a coach. Just chain me to a chair, really, because that's the only way that I'm going to fucking finish these games. Jacob, when you said you were in a jumpsuit, I thought you'd be doing Ring Fit Adventure in the corner. (laughs) I could do that. I could get a headband, too. Just sitting there pressing the Pilates ring. That shit will knock you out. Really? Ring Fit? Oh, my God. Like, you don't expect it. It cuts you off guard. Like these new Pokemon games. What are our initial thoughts? Like, first, don't even think about it. Like, which version and which starter? Go. I'm gonna do violet. You should do violet. Okay, I'm gonna do scarlet. I want that um that gator looking thing. I want it too. Same. Yeah, that's the fire one, right? Fire yes. guy. Play Coco. Play Coco. It's supposed to be open world too. That's why I thought maybe Jacob should get Legends to like acclimate himself into this. You might find it more palatable getting used to that kind of setup versus going from a traditional game into that. No, see, I was thinking about that. I think I'm just going to get Minecraft and play that <laughs> for open world experience, for the premium open world experience. So then I may move to Skyrim 
I'm pretty sure like Pokemon and the Skyrim game are gonna be the same. So okay, wait a minute, stop. Er, put the brakes on. Are you telling me after all this time you've never played Skyrim? My friend had the game, and he had to go to the bathroom, and he handed me the controller, and I swung and killed someone, and that's that's about as much as I have with it. Can I just say before Austin, you jump in that I don't feel half as bad as not finishing some of these Pokemon games if it's been ten years and Jacob still hasn't finished a game. So. Wait, you haven't finished Skyrim or you haven't played Skyrim? Me? Played it. Yeah. But still, it's it's on every platform. It's everywhere. I'm surprised that... What if some people don't have any interest in playing Skyrim and don't want to play it? It's yeah, can still I, Can I be principle. free to choose and play what I want to play? You can, but Gosh. it's still the same principle, right? Like, you... I think the I think it's ugly, so I don't want to play it. <laughs> ugly? I think it looks really ugly and unappealing. <sighs> well, we're talking about a 10-year-old game, so cut it some slack. I thought it looked ugly and unappealing 10 years ago. Okay, good. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just need linear. I just have to have linear. Open world games, just, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it's it is. Chore. Maybe it'll be, yeah, maybe it'll be kind of open world in the sense that you can explore, but you can kind of guide you through and be more like a traditional game. Is there anything else in that direct? Not really, no. That was it. Just the Scarlet Violet. Well, it was updates on other stuff that we don't really follow too closely, like Pokemon I'm sorry, Go I can't. And- I can't do masters. I just can't do it. I wanna. I wanna get into it. I can't do it. Why? For what reason? The gameplay is so bad oh. <laughs> to me when I've pl- when I've experimented with it. Well, what about Pokemon Unite? Oh yeah, Unite. I was obsessed with that for a good week and then never touched it again. I have the same thing with MOBAs. I, I get on them and I'm like, oh my god, this is cool, you know, whatever. And then three or four days later, I'm like, I don't know. But, I mean, I play Pokemon Quest every day. What can I say? No, it's a joke. I do not. Is that that cube thing? Or... Yes. Oh, my God. That and Cafe Remix. The Cafe Remix thing looks really cute, but I don't exactly know, like, what is the mechanic of it? Is it, like, a matching game or what? All I remember is doing, doing like, circles on my, with my finger on my Switch for, like, ten minutes. I mean, like, this is not for me. Okay. And the Switch was vibrating the whole time weird that reminds me of the early like ds like the cooking mama games i don't know if either of you have ever played the cooking mama games but my lower screen on my original ds was scratched all to hell from that game yeah i remember people Mm -hmm. doing that and then um i remember i think it was on the switch i think it's on the switch or something but i mean this people said the joystick because they'd have to spin it so much it like shed the black cover on it or whatever there's like little like things on the side of their controller (laughs) I believe it. Oh, God, oh, oh, I have Joy-Con drift again. Oh, no. Didn't you have to send it away already? I'm going to do it again. What, what oh, was the timeline between you sending it in, them fixing it, and this happening? Like, how long did it? It was pretty long. It was like two months. Wait, two oh, months? Wait, no, I mean, like, how long wait, did it wait. last between the last time Sorry, it was um, three years. Oh, okay, that's that's okay. Is it still under warranty, or...? I'll, I'll make it be under warranty if I have to. What if you called Nintendo and it was the lady from your front office? <laughs> you just, the same attitude. You just made attitude. his head explode. I can't. I can't. I'm still mad at that. <laughs> I recommend that you don't call anyone else today and just save maybe the Nintendo thing for tomorrow. Oh my God. I would just like to point out the only reason I couldn't pay the three months rent all at one time is remember my credit card was not working, so I couldn't put it on the credit card and then pay that as needed. That's the pro- That's what the problem was. We understand. You don't have to justify. Okay, us. I just want to clarify. Yeah, we understand. Okay, <laughs> we're well, clear. Hopefully, these next two episodes didn't make you even more mad. Yes, our returning favorite has shown up again. 
And thank you, Alex, for that transition, because we do have two Pokemon episodes here to talk about today. <laughs> and I had them right here, and they're gone. Okay, they're called Friend and Foe Alike, and Friends Till the End. A lot of friend action going on here. A lot of friend zone going on. It's the 90s, so we're still using friend when we mean, like, lovers. Friend. Oh. It's like a Sailor Moon Cousins kind of thing, I think. They're friends and cousins, too. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. That'll never not be classic. The 90s. They bend over backwards more to, like, hide it for some weird reason. Just, like, be straightforward. I don't, I'll never understand. You're talking about Sailor Uranus and Sailor yes, Neptune, yes, right? Okay. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> All right. I'm not big. I don't know. Like, I've heard. I know what you're talking about. I never watched the show. Moon Prism <gasps> Power, Jacob. Jesus. Oh, my God. Can we do a Sailor Moon podcast? Yes. What would it be called? Um, The Dark Side of the Moon. Ooh, I like that. Well, do we know if... I know we've just talked about this before. If the original dub is even available anywhere. Because it's upsetting to me that they redubbed it and it's not as good. So You mean it's actually competent this time. Well... And you like, you like 90s cheese. I like... Yeah, exactly. I like 90 cheese. <laughs> I like 90 cheese too. I think the, the original like DBZ dub was pretty good. Ocean dub, I think is what it's called. All right, let's talk about the four kids yeah, dub. Yeah, let's talk about the four kids dub with Pokemon. And I have the randomizer here for this episode. It has spoken! Alex, you have the 30 second summary challenge. Myself has the first episode. And then Austin, you're going to finish this off with the last episode. Man, I got saddled with the 30-second thingies last time. The 30-second thingies. I'm completely unprepared, so this is going to go really well. The 30-second love package. Here we go. Ooh, Jesus, okay. Three, <laughs> two, one, go. In this episode, Ash is still shocked because he got picked to battle Richie in the next round. He has a moment of self-awareness where everything bad happens to him, so at least he has that going for him this episode. Um, Nurse Joy gives Ash a pep talk about everyone's a winner and it's good you're battling your friend because you can be happy for him. Um, they have the battle, but, well, Ash is late because Team Rocket stops him in every way and he finally ends up getting there, but then he loses. Time. Well, that's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. There. No, 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 but it's all right. It's perfection. We'll auto-tune it. Sound great. That's what we'll do. We should start auto-tuning the 30-second summer challenges. You can make anything sound good with auto-tune. That's right. Jacob, when you edit the episodes, feel free to do that. <laughs> I'll put on like a auto-tune and some T-Pain in there too. Jake, okay, Jacob, when you edit the episode, I would love to see <laughs> this. You know I couldn't make that happen. Anyway, <laughs> this episode. Fuck this episode. Really. So this hard. is what you meant, Austin. I know you had brought this up before about how fucking ridiculous the league ends up and i had completely forgotten that this happened i mean obviously i knew he lost but i couldn't remember the exact circumstances of how he lost fuck this episode <laughs> that's what yeah can we just can we put that as a title fuck this episode. no we can't yeah. we're not allowed okay. to we can't what do you put the stars instead of the u and the c you put you put f star ck yeah but we can't have that as the episode title okay i think it would let us but we'd probably get like 
not favored by the algorithm in that case. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm in the same boat as Alex with this episode. I forgot that this is how this happened. Like I knew oh my God. the outcome, but I forgot like, yeah, what happens happens here. Let's begin our ruthless discussion. Cause Richie's back. And like Alex was pointing out the beginning of this episode, it kind of does a little rehash at the beginning. You see Ash catch the magic carp. It has like an A3 on it. And they determine that a hey, Richie and Ash are going to battle. And this is not the round of six Pokemon. This is the round of three Pokemon. Got to keep that straight for myself. Anyway, Brock and Misty, they decide that, hey, we're going to look at look out and find if we can see, like, hey, what's Richie about? Does he have any quirks, any good Pokemon, anything like that? And this is where Misty kind of shits on Ash. She says, hey, he won, you won by luck. I think Richie's got some serious skill going on. Richie can go fuck himself for only using three Pokemon in all his battles. Yes. When he has more than three, that's an unnecessary onus on those three. It is, but it's been working for him. Now, here's my question. I can't remember this. They said that we research Richie. We find out he's been using a Pikachu, a Butterfree, and a Charmander basically for every battle. For each battle, he hasn't lost, right? No. So he, the first Pokemon he sent out on the field has KO'd everybody, right? I think that's right. how they explained it, yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure here because setting up Richie to be like this awesome trainer here. Of course he's never lost a single. Ah, fuck him. Yeah, well, when he has his his battle, he gets his ass handed to him. So we'll talk about that later. But fuck you, Richie. <laughs> Every battle he did was a Kingler bullshit battle. It really was. I wish. Do, do they show him battling or is it just like we just assume that this has happened? It There's no flashback. Show right? him. No. Okay. I wish we could have saw it, though, just to see, like, how, if it was kind of like a Kingler thing, or was he actually skilled and utilized his Pokemon? But I have a question, Jacob. Yes. Do we really care about Richie that much? I do a little bit, because I would like, <laughs> no, not like that way, but I would like to see that, because it would make me feel better about what happens in this episode, a little bit. Eh. I think Richie actually could have been funny if they'd been a bit more self-aware about it. If, like, everyone in the world, like, everyone in the world does love Richie, but if they use it for comedy more, I don't, do you know what I mean? Like, like a, like a, <laughs> ha ha, <laughs> fuck you, ass. okay, okay, okay. Like a Gary? Like another Gary? Kind of like a Gary, okay. yeah. Like, the whole world is fawning over him, and shit's all over Ash, and Ash was, like, resentful for it. That does, that would be very repetitive of the Gary thing, but I think I'd like it a lot more. That would make it better, because, yeah, he seems like a prick coming off, fixing the elevator by himself, you know, being like this little know-it-all, you know what I mean? He's annoying, Mm -hmm. you know, straight out. If he was Gary and they really, like, honed in on him being, like, this egotistical person. Yeah, Wonder Kid, it would be, it would have been better. It wouldn't have, like, I don't know, made us as angry. I don't know. Well, the irony of it is the one scene we get to see of him battling he's actually pretty fucking garbage like is that supposed to be more yeah like, yeah oh the trainers <laughs> that he's battling are so good and he, like ash would have lost anyway because they're just leagues away better or is he just that fucking incompetent i don't know or maybe i think more realistically i think the animators and the writers were just really tired of this and they're like fuck this shit let's just finish this up on to the next and they didn't even write any like interesting battles into the end that's what made me upset about this episode is because like you said later on it would have been nice to see if richie was actually a competent trainer you know we're assume he is but we don't know what what he was battling or who he was battling that's a good point show don't tell show us that richie is competent show us that he knows what he's doing 
don't just have everyone in the world saying, yeah, I looked him up on my computer and he's really fucking great. Yeah, that's because that's all we have at this time, really. I'm not sad about this. I don't care enough about Richie to show or see how good of a trainer he is. <laughs> Sorry, I'm glad would, he's gone. Bye. It would help me soothe these wounds I have from this episode. Speaking of wounds, the next day we see our trainers going to Nurse Joy to heal the Pokemon wounds. And this is where we see Ash and Richie kind of meet and they have a little powwow. And they're like, hey, you know, do your best. Wait, can we back up a second real quick? Yes. Sorry. Nobody addressed Brock's idiocy. Was it a quote? Kind of. Yes. Okay. Are you saving it? I know, saving I know it? what you're talking about. <laughs> no, you can go and say it. Like, what the hell? Like, okay, I'm sorry. We've been through how many episodes? Like, what episode is this? Episode 80, 90, Eight, what? 81. 81. I don't know why they're still having, like, translation issues or, or script issues, but 81 episodes in and Brock is apparently confused and calling... Uh, fire types, flame types. Yeah. And this happens twice in this episode, I think. Or maybe it it's the next one. Anyway, I don't know. I was like, what? Flame type. I am a flaming Moltres. <laughs> we do see the flaming Moltres later, Austin. We do? Oh, yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> we do indeed. But before that, we get taught by Nurse Joy how awesome it is to battle your friends. Boo. Yeah, this is like a little... <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh, some life lesson nurse joy it throws in here some wisdom wands like hey it's okay to battle your friends because even if you lose at least you know your friend did good I'm like what the hell no i'm here to win I'm right not- i don't know i was kind of feeling a little bit like spiteful this episode i was like we have to look at this from the perspective of a 10 year old kid it's really nice to go and say oh yes you know everybody deserves a shot you should be happy for your friends if you beat them don't be a sore loser you know, don't get all down and, you know, stewing about losing. It's nice to battle your friends, whatever bullshit. I was like, no. <laughs> Ash has every right to be pissed off if he loses. Yeah. Fuck like, Richie. It's a competition. Okay. <laughs> That's the reason why later on, like in the next episode, I just get even angrier. These two episodes, just angry. That's <laughs> so I describe it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And he's not even like friends with Richie. We met him like one episode ago. Yeah. They're not even, they he's don't not know each other. What are you talking about? They're best friends. There's three episodes in a row that say friend in the title. They're best Sorry, friends. Sorry, I forgot. All it takes yeah. is when you save somebody's life from a uh, an elevator that's out of power, clearly, that's all it takes. Then you stop them from running down a hill. Yeah. Yes. Then you trick them into sleeping in your sleeping bag. Yeah. Yep. And then soon have some weird moment where you talk about being the masters of the world together. Oh, my God. Speaking of master, Ash, have you ever heard of master something else oh no <laughs> how about you and i give it a whirl next to the scenic lake save it in it for us save it hold on okay uh, i was actually talking about when they were camping but that too well there was yeah. another scenic lake scene in this episode there's a lot of scenic like sexy moments in this episode well, ma- oh. maybe richie's trying to like drown him and steal his identity that I is true know. that would fit more with your identity or your th- uh, theory there austin about how richie's just this you know, evil person that's manipulated this whole thing. But as of right now, they're best friends. All right. They're best friends. Barf. And yes, best friends. <laughs> Team Rocket sees that they're best friends. And they decided to take it upon themselves to take advantage of this friendship. What the hell was this shit? I'm sorry. This is, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be the whole theme here. It's like, what the hell is going on? I was very unclear as to what their plan was. Team Rockets gathered together, got this plan. They call Misty from a phone booth, which you don't see anymore. 
that's that shows this is the 90s. They call and they use some kind of like voice modulator, I guess is the fancy term. Okay, here. this was not the 90s. They had some like super high tech future bullshit voice mimicry thing. But it was the phone booth though. No, she had a thing on her head. She had like a Oh, it wasn't in a phone booth? No, she had like a weird headset thing. Oh my god. She was in a phone booth wearing a weird headset. Okay, so thing. she yes. was in a phone booth, but it was the thing inside the phone booth that made it futuristic. Okay. I wish she was using the megaphone. Oh from my the gosh. Growlithe episode. <laughs> yes. That would have been and, great. like into the speaker. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> that would have been great. I just don't understand how they have this technology. Like absolute perfect imitation of the voice of somebody like what the okay anyway using this voice modulator they call they just kind of make fun of misty they i don't give me they call her like stupid dumb whatever misty gets it pissed. was like a phone call with the people of my property management company yeah so if you need a visualization this is what that phone call went like was like you know what this reminded me of is the spongebob episode where squidward's like insulting them into the bubbles and like they're popping <laughs> Yeah, like saying like mean shit, and then they it, like turns them against each other with them impersonating Richie like that. But anyway, keep on going. Okay, they'll keep on moving. Misty hands the phone to Ash because uh, Jesse asked to speak with Ash. She like uses the voice to say Richie like, "Hey, come meet us," because uh, I want to talk to you about Pikachu. Which whatever. Brock, before we leave though, I forgot to mention this. Brock says, "Hey, some foreshadowing here. Make sure you're not late for your match." Which I don't know the time between that this phone call happens and when the match is supposed to happen i assume it's quite soon he says half an hour but yes. several hours apparently pass that's what i was confused about so i was like brock maybe didn't understand the time here <sighs> anyway ash goes out and he gets to this point and we see richie there richie is actually there to our surprise this was my nightmare come true <laughs> this was Psych. horrifying it was it was a richie puppet this was so this was scary actually because He's like, hey, buddy, what are you doing standing all the way over there in the dark, shadowy bushes? <laughs> it was so bad. And, like, Richie's already uncanny valley <laughs> as it is. And now we've made him, like, a puppet person with, like, a mouth thing, like a like a ventriloquist dummy that's going, like, clack, clack, clack every time it moves. Oh, my God. It was horrifying. Absolutely terrible. Uh, it was, yeah, it was uh, a, little, a little much. And Ash can't, he can't discern... A real human being from a puppet person. He can't even recognize his real best friend. Yeah. Which member of Team Rocket, my question is here, who who made the puppet? Which member of Team Rocket made the puppet? <laughs> yeah, guess. Meowth. You think Meowth? Okay, I was going with James. Yeah, I want to say Meowth. You say Meowth? I think he's like the technician, like the mechanic of the group. But see, I thought like making people would be James's thing. Like I could see him making people. I feel like Jesse and James are more wardrobe and makeup oriented oh then they, it was a it was a combination then okay it was a team effort yeah meowth made the body and then jesse and james made the hair and clothes that put on the puppet <laughs> they really are a team good for them anyways though the they meet the puppet horrifying it talks to ash weirdly a net comes down at that point and captures ash and pikachu oh no team rocket appears ash has been tricked of course that's his own fault, okay? I'm sorry. Anybody stupid enough to fall for this deserves to get trapped in a net. Yeah, that's what, uh, basically, they call him a brainless twerp, of course. So the, Ash has been captured. Ash makes this weird plea that he's got a battle, and that, like, he thinks that's gonna let him go, but it doesn't. He gets captured, and but we're back in the van. Again, the van that was supposedly destroyed the last episode. It's a different van. It's a different van. Okay. But it is very repetitive. Yes. 
What made this van different? That was like an RV type situation, but it was like a weird RV where the front cabin did not connect to the actual RV part of it. So I guess it was more like a camper. And this was more like, I don't know what you call them. They're not a semi truck, but it's more truck like. Like it's full Oh, it's a Winnebago. Shipments. It's like a Winnebago. Oh, it's a box truck. This is a box truck. Yes, it's a box truck. Thank yes. you. Yes, okay, box truck. I don't know terminology of trucks. I didn't even realize that trucks were different because I don't care that much. <laughs> so. I mean, it is such a minor detail. <laughs> Who cares? We're in a van again. This one also crashes. Yeah, this van also crashes. But this is where we come into Brock. We see Brock. He's back in the room, and he says, Misty, hey, where's Ash? Ash is nowhere to be found. Misty says, hey, he went with Richie. Uh, he called earlier and was very rude. Brock comes in and he goes, I hope so, because, you know, this is where he states that there's only half an hour into the battle. So I guess, like, before then, he did have some time, but now we have, like, half an hour. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we'll find out a little bit later that this is not <laughs> this is not half an hour. This is way longer than half an hour. It's, like, nighttime by the time all this is over with. This is, like, early morning, kind of, like, early afternoon time. And Oh, we actually saw the time on the clock. We could, like, try and triangulate oh, the time. Oh, we do. Or... That is true. I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. <laughs> Austin, you give us uh, live updates as you go. Okay. We'll continue on here. We, we've... Flip over now, we're back at the van, and we see it flooding. And I thought this was kind of a good idea by Ash to have Squirtle use Water Gun to flood it. I didn't see any, like, dumb issues with that. Uh, yeah, I have an issue with his, like, plan here. Like, what? So it cuts back, you know, we get this, like, cutaway to Brock and Misty, worried about Ash, you know, okay, fine, whatever. Then we cut back to the van is almost completely flooded. Ash, Pikachu, and Squirtle are floating with their heads almost at the top of the van, what is his plan here? Like, why would he not use, like, another Pokemon to try to break out of the van? Like, instead, what if it didn't work? What if his plan, whatever his plan was, I don't even know, didn't work, he would drown in there? Like, what? I guess he was he was betting on the pressure of the water to bust open the doors, but, like... Yeah, laying on there a bit dry earlier, but this is, this is really stupid. That was not a good plan, and I have a time update. Yes, oh, yes. I can see that. Go for it. Brock says that the match starts in 30 minutes at 4.30. So the match started at 5, and then Ash, or spoilers, Ash arrives at nightfall. So how long did they freaking wait for him? Three hours. Jeez. Okay. Apparently there's not like a, because they were waiting that whole time to call the match. I would be like, what would be an acceptable cutoff time? It's when Richie says so. That's what it is. minutes? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Richie, Richie is the... Judge, jury, and executioner here. Anyway, uh, Ash, like we said, Ash has that perfect plan to flood the van. Well, it works for him, apparently. Yeah, because the van crashes. You see Team Rocket try to, like, stop him. Ash sends out Bulbasaur, uses Vine Whip, and that kind of, like, distracts him a little bit. Pikachu uses Thunderbolt and shocks them, and Ash is still on the run here. He starts running away. Is this when he gets the bike? No, there's two little things sequences for there's two sequences of ash gets away team rockets on the run they're they're on the run i'm like the tire axle of the van that just crashed that's like some looney tune shit they're like balancing on the axle of the van like rolling down the road like oh my god yeah i laughed at that then ash gets away he's in the woods and now they have bicycles and they're coming after him okay at my notes i literally just put ash gets out of the van shocks team rocket keeps running team rocket keeps annoying him it's basically, I mean, that's yes. basically it. They keep harassing him as he tries to get away. Yeah, Weezing goes to the smog, and Ash steals one of the bikes. Cut to Ash getting away. Cut to Team Rocket coming back, stealing him with the balloon via crane game contraption. We get it. 
a cute like nod to the whole bicycle theft misty bicycle theft thing because he's like i'm borrowing your bicycle oh i didn't even catch that good call that yeah. was like catch. probably the highlight of the episode for me was ashby little cheeky self that he is he's like i'm borrowing your bike haha and then he like pedals away <laughs> okay i'll give it back someday yeah <laughs> my bad for skipping over that because like i said i just didn't really care it was funny but it wasn't worth this whole episode no because i i knew what this was leading to in a way that's what made me angry with it like I said, this whole episode just kind of made us, I think, all of us a little angry. A little angry. Yeah. <laughs> That's an understatement, right? Something like mm. that, yep. So Ash finally gets away from Team Rocket. He sends out Pidgeotto. Pikachu comes out and electrocutes Team Rocket, shoots them away, and they blast off. And now we're back at the stadium to Richie sitting there waiting for Ash. And this is where we find out that Richie, not the judges, determine when the battle is to take place. Because the Richie... Sitting there, referee comes up to him and says, hey, this is, we got to call this. Richie demands that they wait longer, of course, saying that Ash will appear. And they give him, they say, referee's like, hey, you got 10 minutes before Ash shows up. It's way longer than 10 minutes. They've already given him hours. Presumably it's dark now. It's literally dark out. That made me think, like, how many other matches were interrupted for just this one? I was thinking that too, the logistics, because they're all in the main stadium now. Someone else had to reschedule yeah. their match. There's The theme is gone. There's no like rock, grass, ice, whatever. We're in the main stadium. Like they had to like basically move battles either later on in the day or they had to cancel them and make them just the next day completely. Ugh. Anyway, so Richie messes everything up. Richie messes everything up. Yeah, because by making them wait, he should just took the victory, I think at this point. Or the judges should have said, hey... Like, this is it. The judge should have made a call earlier. The judge should not be persuaded by Richie's amazingness. Yeah. Yeah, his awesomeness determines that the battle gets to last longer. And lucky Richie was right, however, because next thing we know, Ash has fallen down from a balloon and lands in the stadium. And then we get this sort of, like, poetic moment where Ash and Richie meet in the stadium, and Ash kind of explains to him what goes on. And next thing we know, we see Pidgeotto fall out of the sky. Oh, my God. After it carried the balloon you know like a mile because that's how we got to the stadium was Pidgeotto and this is sort of foreshadowing here what happens next with Ash's Pokemon because they are exhausted yeah I took notes on how each Pokemon got exhausted Pidgeotto's most notable Pikachu was we saw Pikachu panting for breath at one point after fighting off Team Rocket so many times he had Squirtle fill up the entire van with water Bulbasaur was involved like they're not they're all on the red or fainted out and by in the red, I mean like their little health counter bar from the video game. <laughs> They're like in the red zone. That like that like warning alarm that goes off when your Pokemon has like 10 HP left. That like... Doo -doo, doo -doo. Yeah, pew, exactly. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah, each one of Ash's Pokemon is at that point. So if Ash never had gotten sidetracked by Team Rocket, I mean, he had a complete unfair start. The fact that his whole team was practically like knocked out. They should just reschedule this shit, honestly. I mean... And where was Jenny at? Like, the whole time, Jenny's been kind of, like, on point throughout the whole tournament, and this is when she doesn't do her job? She's been on point? When? Or did we watch a different anime? <laughs> the, the right thing to do is say, hey, judge, I've been assaulted. I, I am <laughs> not in a place to battle right now. Can we reschedule, please? <laughs> that would have been a great moment for the referee to walk up and be like, okay, let me ask our your opponent, because that seems kind of fair to me. Turns to Richie, Richie goes, No. And this is when we see <laughs> this is when we see evil Richie. <laughs> That's what I would hope would happen. You guys ready to get into the Richie Ash battle here? 
battle. Okay, you mean the best <laughs> battle of your life? Yes, the most thrilling. It's the biggest battle ever. Yes. yes. They say that like ten times. It's the biggest battle ever. Does everyone, it's like Oak, Misty, Brock, Team Rocket, Jenny, everybody's there to watch this. It's crazy. Gary it's shows embarrassing. up. It's just embarrassing. <laughs> None of those people show up. What are you talking about? The cheerleaders are well, there. Team Rocket, Jenny, and Gary don't show up. <laughs> what? The cheerleaders start cheering for Ash. Yeah, the cheerleaders start cheering for Ash. Yeah. None of this happens. No, it doesn't. But instead, what does happen, Richie sends out his Butterfree. Ash, okay, I'm trying to keep track of, like, Ash's Pokemon and how exhausted they are, and did he have other options? Okay. Do you have this? I kind of do. Because I already listed. Squirtle and Bulbasaur are doing the best of the group. Yes. Because Pidgeotto's out and Pikachu's on death's door. So I can see Squirtle and Bulbasaur being fine. The third one's done, though. No matter what he chooses, the third one's bad. Yes. Okay. There is some bullshit because Squirtle uses, loses to Happy the Butterfree when Happy uses Sleep Powder. Yeah, yes. what the hell was that? Yeah, yeah. When do, Since when does Sleep Powder count as a knockout? Like a complete knockout? He could have switched it back in later. I was like, that's not a knockout. He just went to sleep. That's, to me, that was just such a cop-out, the epitome of this episode, just the bullshit that goes on. Because that would be the easiest way to win a battle. You know, if you caught, if you caught a Jigglypuff and putting a Pokemon to sleep, like, wins the battle, then there you go. You just put Jigglypuff out there, sings three times, and it's KO. It's over. Oh, right. this, this is how Richie swept all his matches with one Pokemon. He just used Sleep Powder oh, for the first move every time. He just time. spammed Sleep Powder. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> That's very true. But we do see, like, that this, obviously, this, like, go-to-sleep strategy doesn't work. Because next, we see Butterfree fighting Pikachu. And Pikachu just obliterates Butterfree. Like, you see Butterfree hit the rink, and all you see is it's, like, wings. Like, Butterfree's just gone. Ash does not give Pikachu a single command. Pikachu (laughs) single-handedly jumps into the ring without Ash calling him. He volunteers. He jumps up in the air, grabs the Butterfree, pins it to the ground. Happy tries to feebly fly up, and then Pikachu shocks the shit out of it and knocks it out. Yeah, and the whole time you see Pikachu with, like, these sweat bullets coming off of it. And its fur is kind of, like, mangled in a way that, like, you could tell, like, it's not, like, good in any way. But Pikachu would have the advantage there, though, so... That's true. Maybe. Not that that matters. <laughs> Not that that matters in this anime. It won versus Butterfree, at least. Yeah, at least it won that battle. So, like I said, Butterfree's gone. Next, we see Charmander, or Zippo. I keep forgetting that he, like, nicknames his Pokemon, because, of course, he does. Does he, like, name... So, just a little off-topic. We see him later sitting in the locker room of the um, stadium. He's got, like, all his Pokemon, and he says like happy zippo sparky and the rest of you like did he not like nickname <laughs> he did Pokemon? Like, that's only he only uses three remember the other ones don't really matter they're just placeholders it just kind of confused me because i'm like uh you have more pokemon like austin you said this like you have more pokemon you don't even use do you even nickname them i guess it's like ash like he only cares about pikachu you know when he calls out he's like i gotta go rescue pikachu even when team rocket takes all his pokemon he doesn't mm. care about the rest. He doesn't. Ash does not care about the rest. Just Pikachu, who is fighting Zippo at this moment, the Charmander, and just Pikachu gets obliterated here. Zippo just tackles him, and he goes down, and he's done. Yeah, he had one hit point Yeah, left. he had one. That's right. He's going, meh, meh. 
they should have been, the music in this fight scene should have been just the like hp the down danger to 10 music. the danger yeah. music that'd have been that'd have been perfect but you know what else is perfect oh, about what's God. coming up next austin's favorite part ever i genuinely like this part this is what? actually yes this I actually is the agree. one part of the entire episode i like i agree because this is actually the smartest thing Ash is on the ropes here. Richie's got him, you know, the this count is, is on. This is the smartest thing? I think so. As far as the options he has. Not the smartest thing overall. I'm sorry. I am just completely disagree with both of you. Why in the name of all that is holy in this world, why the fuck would he put Charizard on his roster when he has the OP Kingler option? He's got Muck. <laughs> he's got Tauros. He's got 30 of those to choose from. Anything else, literally anything else, but he knows Charizard is a wild card that probably won't listen. I don't, I don't understand what possessed him to put Charizard on his team. Alex, you're right and we're right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, first of all, I want Ash to go into a battle with six Tauros. Yes. Just putting that out there. Yes. Second of all, <laughs> second of all. This is the one part of the episode I like. The rest of the episode is so contrived and so, like... Stupid. Silly to get to this point to force Ash's hand. The fact that he doesn't have Kingler or Muck with him is ridiculous and should probably even explained. But the fact that he made an active decision when everything was on the line to use the Charizard that he never bothered... Like, his, like, fatal flaws, he never bothered to actually take the time to work with Charizard, mm -hmm. and that cost him the win. Mm -hmm. That is a perfect way to end the series, I think. Yes. This initial story arc, and the perfect way to set him up to learn and become a better character and trainer, as we know he will be. I absolutely yes. understand your point, and I... I can see it from that side, and I can agree with it in a, in a way, but on the other hand, to know he has options... He could have taken the quote-unquote easier way out and used Kingler or Muck, which he knows he wouldn't have a problem with. Completely get it. I understand why they did it. It was just, like you said, the rest of the episode was completely contrived. They invented all these scenarios to lower his Pokemon's health points so that, oh, when he gets to the final battle, he's tired and of course he can't win, blah, blah, blah. I know why. I know how we got there, but it was just so stupid. It, it, it's stupid, but Austin's point is like spot on with like the ex the exposition aspect of it is you needed something to build on. This gave you something to build on in a but way. We, we spent all this time, literally dozens of episodes leading up to this point it's ash's first league and i yeah it's his first league he's a stupid kid he got cocky and you know characters point that out to him later they rub it in his face but it was just so bad it was so bad it, it's hubris it's a classic it is. Yeah. It's, it is. it's a scene I absolutely yeah you're right i absolutely understand why they did it it's just i guess is from a viewership standpoint it's like oh my god like all that lead up and then it just completely fizzled out like yeah it works best as a first step towards something else, yes. I think. Yes. Yeah. That You're and right. the way this episode ended, to me, like, it would have been worse, I think, if he would have sent out, like, Muck and, like, used Muck to kind of help him get out of the situation with Team Rocket. Then at this point, he sends Muck out and then, like, Muck's his last Pokemon and he just gets defeated. You know, Muck's already been used. He's tired. That would have been the complete reason Ash gets swept here. By using, like, Charizard, it's like this is the last resort in a way. And he hasn't used Charizard. I wasn't, I forgot Charizard even came out. But I think it's just like a perfect ending to the episode because we didn't know he was there. 
We thought we were maybe expecting a muck or a kingler to come out. Instead, we get Charizard. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, Austin says, this builds something for the future. I, th- I thought the ending was great because we talk about he sends out Charizard. Charizard just doesn't comply, of course. And the referee, just because I guess if Pokemon's not complying and refuses the battle, then you lose the battle. Yeah, That referee was done with this shit. It, he was ready to go home. <laughs> I was surprised he waited this long, actually. Because Charizard's laying there, you know. There's nothing he could do. I mean, they already waited hours, presumably, to start the battle at all. And Charizard flat out refused. And that was that. I mean. That was that. Ash is very upset. He tries to capture himself in his, like, a Pokeball to torture himself. But it doesn't work. And. What? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just see him, like, taking a Pokeball and whacking himself with it. Get in there. Because he's just so distraught from this loss to Richie. Oh, well, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Where he, like, he almost had a moment of, it It looked like he was going to, like, smack Charizard with the Pokemon. Like, he was going to throw oh. it at him angrily. <laughs> and then he kind of, like, pulls himself in at the end. And he was like, Charizard, oh! Like, he was going to throw it. And then he was like, just return. Like, yeah, that's what you meant, right? Yep. And then he took Charizard's Pokeball. Dug a hole and poured cement over it, and we never saw Charizard again. Shout out to that guy in the in the stands, though. Did you hear that guy? Was it? Did he say like, "What's going on"? Yeah. Or he, was he, was like, he was like this country bumpkin guy, and he's like, "Hey, what is this? Hey, what's it? going on? What's going on here?" I know it was fucking perfect. I was on the OC side. They were like, we've been sitting here for hours for this. For this anticlimactic <laughs> shit. Could you imagine buying tickets to this thing? And like, you're sitting there and you're like, oh, you get six <laughs> battles per day. And you're just sitting there in stands and you get one. And it's this garbage right here where a kid comes in and his Pokemon <laughs> are just like dying already. <laughs> and you're just, what the hell is this? You know, you've ate, you're on your like eighth hot dog waiting for this thing to start. You're just miserable. I'm surprised the stadium was still filled. Those tickets must be hella expensive. That's true. I think all those people were beer drunk. They probably should have gotten belligerent and had like a riot. <laughs> I wish they would have st- stormed the field. As they surround Charizard and... Yeah. yeah. They just pick him up and start throwing him. <laughs> It'd be like a Game of Thrones moment. Oh my god. <laughs> That's how this should have ended right there. The episodes we didn't get but deserved. Oh yeah. Fan fiction episode. Wait for <laughs> Fan it. fiction, that's right. Oh my god. The crowd tears Charizard limb from limb. Yep. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Uh, we're here to make it fun. That's what we do. Or try our best, especially when episodes not good like this one. We learned a valuable lesson though, right? Like Austin said, this is a valuable teaching moment. It's a great concept that was poorly done. Yes. Would it have been better if Ash, like, if they would have just had, like, the episode was just a battle between Richie and Ash. There was no, like, Team Rocket (laughs) getting involved. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. That's what I figured. First of all, it shouldn't be Richie. (laughs) It shouldn't be Richie. Anyone else? I'm sorry, but I just have to to say this. Like, we, I was reminded of the, the two extremes that we get. Like, in this, we get this extreme of, like, the completely bullshit explanation of oh ash's pokemon are tired and that's why i can't win but later on we get the whole like what would have been better like this or the tobias moment from the later i love the tobias moment i love that episode it's so wacky absolute oh my god like this guy hacked the game kind of thing (laughs) like 
Wait, wait, wait for yeah, it. We got, we got 13 seasons to go. But what's better? Oh, I mean, Lord. like, what's better in your opinion? Like, this shit or that shit? Like... It, they're, they're uncomparable. Okay. They're different shows. Okay. You can't, you can't even do it. Okay. But what we can do is now move on to our LVP and our MVP and our quotes for this episode, if you guys are ready. Because we still have one more episode of Richie left. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> to God. Get through. Really? It's like, just like, like clip notes out one. Well, there were some really great moments in the next episode, so. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, I guess I'm taking the lead for that one. Uh-oh. You yeah. point out those yep. great moments so they get to them. We'll try our best. Anyway, the most viable player, least viable player, and the quote that had an impact on us the most. Ooh. I'm leading us off, followed by Austin and then Alex. So I'm going to start off with my, I guess my quote. And um, I guess this goes when Ash is talking about being a Pokemon master. This is pretty clever by Misty. She goes, oh, it must be nice to dream while you're wide awake. And I was like, that's pretty clever there, Misty. It's not too bad. And I give I gave my MVP to Pidgeotto for him to, yeah. for him to carry that pol- balloon well that far. Deserved. Yeah, that was pretty far that he carried that balloon to the stadium. Poor thing. I mean, it was it the way it dropped out of the sky was so heartbreaking. Yeah, it just kind of collapses on the field there. And at that moment, people should have been like, "Something's wrong here." Right. Exactly. Like, I, just to interrupt real quick, the fact that he like comes in with this like balloon that's like dangling a bicycle from it and an exhausted bird that's been like pulling this thing for miles. They're probably like, "Oh my god, son, are you okay? Like, what the hell happened? Did we get the police involved? Like, none of that happened." nothing no emergency and like where's like the the courtside like ambulance like emergency team like <laughs> yeah the ems didn't even help right none where's of Nurse that Joy? Nurse Joy should be like required to be at these battles nothing nothing so you're right about that yeah pidgeotto's fate is unknown at this point dead my lvp is james wow I gave it to him because every time he's behind the wheel, the vehicle wrecks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, I think we're like five for five now, possibly more. Like if you count wheeled vehicles, we're at perfection. He's 100% going to crash. I mean, to be fair, didn't Meowth like fly into his face and was like hanging onto his face or something? And he's like, get off of me or we're going to crash. And then. Well, you're supposed to make sure your pets are secured before you take behind the vehicle. So. Easier said than fucking done. <laughs> They'll find a way to they will. climb up onto you somehow. Anyway, that's my my point. Who's next? <laughs> I don't know. You tell us. Oh, I th- oh, did I not announce it? Austin, Austin you're next. It's you. Oh, okay, great. I wasn't listening. I'll put my MVP as Misty for physically harming Richie. Oh, yeah, she slaps him. No, she stomps on his foot. Oh. She, she stomps on his foot. Fuck Richie. Yeah, she's the one person who... For a brief moment in time, is snapped out of her. Richie is amazing f- funk, and she is able to see the true side of Richie, even though it's through Jesse. It's really weird though that when like Misty hit him, he goes, "I like that." Oh my god, he was kind of deadpan, right? I mean, he was sort of like she stomps on him and starts beating the shit out of him, and then he's like, "No, that wasn't me. I would never do that." And then she believes him. She almost lost MVP for that, but had to get it to someone. That's all it took, though. Like, that's all it took. It was like, oh, I believe you, Richie. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Look into his soulless eyes and see the truth. Right? <laughs> There's no pupils. Ale- I'm going to ask you, Alex. Are you going to give it to Richie? For LVP? Yeah. No, I have a different one. I'm going to give it to Richie for not insisting that Ash be-, be taken to a hospital after 
he arrived via hot air balloon right. dead no, on the ground. Yeah. That's like it's gonna fall to Richie. I'm gonna give it to him because I don't like him. Good. And my quote, uh, I'm gonna give it to Jesse saying, "There's something that prevented me from having friends when I was a little girl." And James says, "Ha ha ha! ha. It must have been your personality." And Jesse goes, uh-huh, it must have been my... And then she realizes and smacks him. We never find out what it is. Her personality. No, that was what James said. But, it, like, what was her real thing she was thinking of first? Oh, I think she was just mindlessly repeating what he said. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that's exactly... Yeah, she was going <laughs> to say that. But then we never find out what her actual, like, original point was going to be. Like, what is it that prevented her from having friends? I think she just meant like wistfully. Oh, there was some, just something that prevented me from making friends. Oh, I think maybe in Jesse's mind, it's because she's she's like the greatest person in the world, like the biggest personality, b- biggest diva, mm. and everyone's jealous of her. But I think that the same reason is true, but not how Jesse thinks. Probably prevented her from people liking her. Right. Okay. Like imagine you're in cl- your class with Jesse. With her hair sticking out four <laughs> feet behind her. And poking you. It's poking you in the eyeball. It's like you're trying to take a test. Yeah. It's covering up the test. You can't see the answers. Did you say both yours? I said both mine. Oh, God. I'm stalling because you guys took both of my MVPs. So. Sorry. Shoot. I don't know who to pick. Nobody said Ash, right? No. Fine. I'll just give it to Ash. Ash for MVP because he was persistent and resourceful and managed to elude team rocket every single time they tried to thwart him and he somehow still made it to the battle because he's the chosen one and time like stopped and space distorted because dialga and palkia probably had some shit to do with this but he makes (laughs) it to the battle and goes on despite everything the show must go on right so good for ash show must go on Ash is a good showman. If anything, I'll give him that. He's a good showman. Like Hugh Jackman. And LVP, I... Wait, hold on. They just announced... What? Hugh Jackman is playing the role of Ash Ketchum in the Netflix series. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's and a Scar- miracle. Scarlett Johansson's Misty. <laughs> I don't like that one. Okay. Stop giving them ideas. Scarlett Johansson is playing the role of the tree that gets cut with HMO1. How about that? Why is Ryan Dunn Brock? I mean, no, I like, wrong name, wrong name. What's, the, what's his name? Ryan who? I can't remember. Gosling? Reynolds. <laughs> I thought Reynolds. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Who would he be? He'd probably be James or some shit. Okay. No, he couldn't be because Wait, he was already he was, he was Pikachu. Already Pikachu. Exactly. So we've got the we got the continuancy thing going here. He could just play every character in the Pokemon universe. That's what I want. Okay, our next episode could be our list of fan cast who we would put into a, the role of a live action Pokemon series. So think about it. Think about it. We'll, okay. we'll circle back. We've actually already done that. I Probably. Think. But maybe our tastes and thoughts have changed since True. then. For LVP, though, I am going to give it to Oak. Professor Oak. Because of flame type? Well, that's one reason. But the other reason being chiefly Delia. So this whole time they're waiting for Ash. and Oh, God damn it! I forgot. What? Sorry. Delia is supposed to be my... Go on. Go on. <laughs> This whole time, we're waiting for Ash. You know, hours and hours are ticking by. Delia is worried about him. She's sitting in the stands, and he and she says, Professor, oh no, like, do you think Ash has gotten into some kind of trouble? And Oak is just like, well, fucking probably, but that boy has a way of getting right back out of it. Like, meanwhile, Ash could be dead in a pit. And Oak is just like, yeah, he's probably fucked, but, you know, he'll come out of it somehow. He'll be all right. Completely 
disregarding the well-being of this young boy. Was Oak wrong? Like, no, I guess in, in the, on some level, no, because like Oak has precognition that Ash will like somehow avoid death at every turn and bullshit his way out of things. But like his flagrant disregard for the life of a small child just... I had to give somebody LVP, okay? I'm reaching, but right, I, fair, he's going to get fair, it. Fair. Okay, great. <laughs> quote time. You took my Jesse quote. Let's see. I got one. Uh, Hold on, hold on. Oh, 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 I have one. Was it going to be the the Team Rocket quote? No, but go ahead. Well, what, what was yours? Mine was going to be, and she was going to get MVP for this, Delia shouting out in the stands, Ash, you apologize to all these people right now for being uh, late. <laughs> oh, that's I good. missed her saying that. Yeah, I did too. I forgot about that. That was a good one. Yeah. I laughed at that. I will give my quote to Jesse though, when they capture Ash, and she says, "It worked like a charm because I'm so charming, and because we're dealing with a brainless little brat." And Meow says, "Yeah, but if that kid's so brainless and he beats us every time, how brainless are we?" Ooh, burn. So I think that wraps up our first friend episode for the evening. Are we ready to move on to the next friend episode? Friends till the end. To the bitter end. Yep. I wish this was the end. Richie will come back many a time. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alex. All right. Summary us up. Let me take a minute. Three, two, no! one, oh. go. Wait, am I really going? Yeah, go, go, go. Oh my God. Okay, fine. Jesus. Ash is having a depressive episode following his loss, um, which was terrible this last episode. So Misty decides to snap him out of it, but they get into a yelling match because he's fed up with her shit and he wants to be left alone. They go to see Richie in his final battle and Richie loses, but then they have a really touching moment where they're going to become Pokemon Masters together and everything's wonderful. And they end up beating Team Rocket like they always do every episode and they have the closing ceremony and everything is Great. time when you said they ended up beating team rocket i thought you were gonna say they ended up beating each other off oh well they could have done that too <laughs> off screen that was in the locker room that's why there's all that lotion in there well missy and brawl her watching okay. well i expect you to cover our super sexy homoerotic lakeside lovers moment that we i don't got. really have any main notes about it have you seen brokeback mountain i got very uh, yeah brokeback mountain vibes for sure from this episode i think i have brokeback mountain as a standalone novel on the shelf over there somewhere. Could you just read that? That would just summarize this episode for us. Just read like... Okay, so Heath Ledger and what's his name? <laughs> Jake uh, Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal are, are, are spending the summer as ranchers. Okay, no. Okay, real talk, that was a good movie. It made me cry. Heath Ledger. That was a great movie. Heath Ledger could be Richie. No, Heath don't Ledger do that Heath Ledger. doesn't deserve that. <laughs> R.I.P. Don't compare him to Richie. Jake Gyllenhaal should be Richie. Oh my god. That's actually... Actually, I don't know. Jake Gyllenhaal kind of has like a dumb Ash energy now that I think about it. He does. Dumb yeah. Ash energy? That is true. Can we call this episode Dumb Ash energy? <laughs> yes, we can. Ah. Is that a big dick energy? Yes. Big please. Ash energy. <laughs> I will pay you money. That's the second dead actor I've mentioned this episode. So we start this episode off with Ash is pulling some Anabi Dementia Darkness Raven Way shit. He's depressed. He's in the bed, all depressed. <laughs> depressed. He's wearing a black sexy top with lace stuff on the side and a and corset stuff all over the front and a red skirt that said MCR on the. Back. I was about to say that. Uh, <laughs> you beat me to it. Damn it. <laughs> well, you can explain his eyeshadow. <laughs> oh yeah, one's red, one's green. 
and it's just drooping down his face from the tears, and it's burning the cuts he has on his chest because he's so sad he lost. All right, not, I know that actually happened. However, he is depressed in bed. Pikachu's with him. Then Richie comes in and nestles Nick. No. That's later on. But later on, that does happen. Okay, Oak and Delia are here with Misty and Brock. Misty and Brock explain that Ash has not left bed in day, or at least a day, and isn't eating. And Oak and Delia just don't understand why this could possibly be. And Brock says, he's just depressed. And they're like, depressed about what? What could he possibly be so depressed about? Oh my god, Oak and Delia. Like the previous episode didn't happen. I'm sorry, but Oak and Delia are like the worst like parental figures ever. They don't even <laughs> recognize that Ash is in a depressive episode and he hasn't. Which honestly is kind of uncharacteristic of Delia that her son hasn't eaten and she's just like, oh, maybe he's got a cold. And Brock's like, no, he's depressed. Think about this. He's been gone for a day. She saw him after the match. I assume it's the next day, right? Yeah. Like it's been like yes. 16 hours or something. Yeah, and she hasn't had a word or any action interaction with him. She doesn't re- she rarely sees him and she's just now figuring out that her son hasn't eaten. Awful parent parental figures here. Awful. I was disappointed. Disappointed. Oak is a par for the course. Fuck him, but like Delia. I was like, "Delia, come on. Your baby son, your precious Ash is depressed and he's feeling like a total loser and you are completely oblivious to this." I mean, this is very out of character for Ash. Is it? He hides his insecurities and, like, being boisterous. I think this isn't really out of character for Ash, honestly. I think he, you know, in this this early iteration of Ash, like, you're right in that he hides his feelings behind his, like, sassiness and boisterousness. But, like, when things don't go his way, he has had tendencies of, like, snapping and getting angry and, you know, getting into this, like, defensive mode. Yeah, like pity party yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Okay, that's fair, fair, fair. This is just bigger than he's ever done it before. Yeah. Well, I don't really blame him. He kind of it's like big circumstances. Totally, yeah. Yeah. I actually really like this next sequence where Misty Aww. at first comes over and is like, hey, let's go get something to eat. Hey, let's go look at like the souvenir crap. Hey, let's go like walk around. Yeah. And Ash isn't having it. So then she snaps and she's like, goes into tough love mode and like, get the fuck out of bed. We're going. Get up. Get out. We're moving. This felt really real to me. I actually like this a lot. Yeah, much respect for Misty in this part. Yeah, I mean, this is Ash. He does need tough love. Yeah, but she approaches him when his mother didn't. That's true. This argument with Misty and Ash, as often it happens when someone's in a depressive episode and someone's being helped is brushed off rudely, mm-hmm. it turns into insults and personal attacks with, among other things, Misty saying that the way he's training, that he was lucky he made it as far into the league as he did. Hard agree. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. She's right. And then Oak comes in. He kind of gives us a thesis statement for kind of the rest of the series a little bit in his critique of Ash, which is, do you, do you mind if I go ahead and say it? Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe you could have gone further or maybe you could have gone much further if you hadn't been so sure of yourself and you trained your Charizard properly. One can only advance so far relying on strength and intuition. Trainers must learn to battle with a deeper understanding of each Pokemon's natural abilities. And I'm like, damn, Oak, you're right. This is how Ash is going to improve on himself from this moment forward. Because he hasn't done it to this point. He's never once sat down and been like, okay, Palpatode, you have a problem of your sludge bomb attack is inaccurate or whatever. So we're going to do target practice. So he has never done anything mm. remotely like that. Well, he, he does hasn't. later. He does exactly that yeah. way this later. This is the build. Yeah. 
this is going to lead to that, I think. He's going to reframe the way he's approaching this. I also thought this part, like, really showed Oak's character. In the sense that we know Oak is, like, non-emotional and just straight, like, factual and to the point. This old, that old speech that you gave, like, Austin from Oak, really, I think that's just Oak's character. Like, he's just looking at it black and white. There's no anything else. This is why you didn't make it. It's very true to Oak fashion. He doesn't, like, beat around the bush. He just tells him how it is. Like, Ash, like, you're to blame for this. So, I usually hate on Oak, but I have to give him, like, the credit for that. He should have been there longer. Like, this should have been advice he gave longer along the way. Not, go catch more Pokemon for no reason. Yeah. But he had to learn. I mean, I can kind of see, like, I mean, he did help him a few times. There was a couple times where he's like, oh, you gotta figure it out. But, like, I understand Oak's point of, like, this is how you grow as a trainer, Ash. Like, we're not always going to be there to tell you the way to do stuff. Yeah, this is what Ash needed to hear, I think, at this moment. And it works, because next thing we know, we see Richie on TV. Or they're getting prepped for the Richie's battle on TV, I guess. So Ash, Missy, and Brock go, and they kind of materialize in Richie's locker room. <laughs> or as we were talking earlier, he, he's only referring to Zippo, Happy, and Sparky which are names I need to remember again every single time I say them, and kind of like ignoring the other three, whoever the hell they are. I didn't even write down what they talked about in the locker room. I just said, next thing we know, Richie is fighting Asunta. I think they just talk about, like, Ash is like, good luck, Richie. You yeah. Got this. It's like stupid, yeah. But they had a whole battle, right? I mean, Richie had a whole battle. It was six on six, and now we're at the last one. It was six on six, and we only see four. We get a montage of Zippo versus Rhydon. Oh, I forgot about the montage. It's very quick. Venomoth versus Happy. And then Spearow versus Tentacool? So who had the Tentacool? Who had the Spearow? I think surely Richie had a Spearow. Because when 100 Spearows were trying to dive bomb and kill him, he was really smart. And he had a plan prepared <laughs> oh, to, to catch the Spearows. Very true. Very true. But would he have Spiro if he has Happy? I mean, like... I think Spiro is his Pidgeotto. Okay. Oh, so he's just the contrast of... Okay. Uh, okay, good point. And then we do this narrative shortcut. We've been doing this entire league, which... It's time for the last match of the battle. So it's one-on-one, and this time it's Ivysaur from the Sasunta Girl versus Sparky. Ivysaur is a total fucking badass. Yeah. It's run- yes, Alex? I'm sorry, but this fucking Ivysaur and this girl in general is a damn cheater because... What'd she do? Oh my god! Like, so they're, they're down to the last battle, and Richie's like, okay, it's all up to you, and then he, like, throws the Pokeball, and Sparky doesn't even have a chance to, like, materialize fully out of the ball before the Ivysaur is charging at him. Like, mm. not fair at all. Like, don't they have to say, like, okay, fight, Oh, so the judge is usually supposed to interrupt when the ba- yeah. when the, when the Pokemon gets KO'd and the judge declares the next sequence battle. This is the worst judge ever. Sleepover makes a knockout and it's he's not going to call a foul for this move. He lets the match just never start. He should have ended it way before Ash got there. And somehow Solar Beam defied all the rules because... He just does it. Well, yeah, like it doesn't have to have a charge up like moment and then it doesn't. He just like Solar Beams the shit out of Sparky and then... Pfft. That's because Ivysaur is really cool. I mean, I don't disagree. Ivysaur <laughs> is really cool, but this girl cheated, and there's nothing you could say to convince me otherwise, so. So, Richie is taken out by Game Sharker. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Game Sharker. Action Relay, or was it Replay? I can't remember. Action Replay, right? She went to the Scholastic Bookstore and bought one of those books with, like, the 64,000 cheats in it. Oh, uh, I had one of those, and it was entirely games I didn't own. <laughs> I did, too. I bought, I bought, yeah. it was, uh, like, 100 
page book of cheat codes and I bought it for one game that I had like 20 bucks right yeah. there. Oh, I miss those days. Yeah, Alex, you wax poetic about this a lot, how you miss the days of like I there do. being like secret codes and stuff. It's such a like a nostalgic like trip to the past. Like I don't know how you guys aren't more like pining for that those days of like the Pokemon handbook, like carrying around your little backpack with their Pokemon handbook. Oh my god, I can't even Oh gosh. I like the one in the Spider-Man movie game where you could enter a cheat code to make Spider-Man into Mary Jane. Yes, the <laughs> mod. There would be a cutscene where Mary Jane is kissing Mary Jane. Oh. That was famous for a <laughs> while there. I love that. This Spider-Man. I, don't you awesome. miss those like little things like cheat codes? Like I feel with the internet, there's everything's on the internet. There's no like secret like mystique to anything anymore. It's just like, yeah, here's what it is, and everybody gets spoiled like months in advance, like gone are the days of like the pokemon guidebooks and the game guides and the action replay and the all that stuff link cables and worm lights and everything else oh my god the worm lights (sighs) good days (sighs) these are not good days in this episode though not good days richie has lost and now we are having our once again homoerotic centrally charged lakeside moment Mm. Mm. which I took zero notes on, pretty much. I did. Okay, I will say Richie says, now we have more in common, which was scary. Because they're both losers. (laughs) Get it? Yeah. And then I noted that Pikachu and Sparky start to have sex on the ground. Yes. It was really really electric. Yeah. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Well, I noted that Richie, first we get a very motivating speech from him about learning from our losses and not feeling sorry for ourselves. Whereas Ash has an inner monologue moment where he's like, Richie was right. I was acting like a big baby. If we could stop filleting Richie for five seconds. No, he's the main character now. This is why we're friends to the end because Richie, everything he says is like the word of God. So then he says, Ash, let's make another promise. And this is like the second or third or maybe like a hundredth promise like Richie has said to Ash like let's make a promise together but this time it's a blood oath though yeah well this is the exact moment that Ash sells his soul to the devil and is now stuck reaching an impossible goal forever and ever because he said let's make a promise to become Pokemon masters no matter what that's why he's stuck in this endless loop yeah because the Pokemon masters never it's never defined what is a Pokemon master we don't even know what that means what does that mean is there anything else that happens at the lake that makes it more homoerotic? <laughs> I, I, I totally did cross out that scene the, with the yeah, lake. The sparkling water. They're sitting close <laughs> together on the soft, lush, grassy hillside. and They're holding hands. Pikachu, Yeah, and Pikachu and Sparky are frolicking around, rolling together around in the grass. And they're just having a deep moment together where they're becoming better trainers and having this revelation of, yeah, you helped me and we both lost together. Let's be Pokemon masters together. Okay. And and then after, like, so they have this moment on the lake, that's when Team Rocket shows up. Yeah, they were hiding in the bushes, spying on this very touching private moment. The second time, they're like always spying, like, they, don't, they never make a grand entrance when Richie is present. Normally they like burst in or something like that. They're yeah, always really, they want to like, see how cautious. it plays out. They yeah. want to. They're voyeurs. <laughs> they're, be, they're very voyeuristic with Ash and Richie, and they're they're sitting there waiting to see how it plays out. Like, what's gonna happen? That's what I was thinking like, too. 
kiss. <laughs> it's like a lo- they're waiting for the love story. It's like, okay, here's the plan, James. We go in only if they don't kiss. If something's starting to right, here, I, <laughs> I was half expecting that Lion King song to play. You know, can you feel the love? All this stuff. So Team Rocket. You know, they don't get their super sexy moment, so they jump out. Well, actually, no, I was wrong. Pikachu and Sparky, when they're rolling around in the grass, fall Boom. into the hole. Yeah. The hole. The pitfall hole. That's right. And then they fall in, and then not too long after, Richie and Ash fall in a hole. Oh, no. How did that get there? And then we see Ash. Tr- <laughs> this is like the dumbest part. Ash tries to climb out of the hole. Can't do it. Is he trying to, like, carry Richie out here? Or is he just... <laughs> no, he's trying to scale the walls of the <laughs> he's hole. He's trying to scare the wall, just go up it. Doesn't work. They fall down deeper. Well, that's because Team Rocket was ingenious and built a split-level hole. It was a double hole. Pit. Yeah, double hole. <laughs> it was a double hole. Okay, great. I'm back. Yay, I'm officially back. All Yay. right. I'm recording again. Yay. Austin. We're on the part, Austin. Welcome back. Technical yes. difficulties kept him away. Run the part, Austin, where Team Rocket just stuck Pikachu in this weird eco-friendly insulator. And Ash is about to soar up out of Team Rocket's two holes with Pidgeotto. Yeah, Pidgeotto has now gained the ability to single-handedly fly Ash upwards. Yeah, that would have never been... been able to do beforehand. Yeah, really useful in so many situations previously to this, but... I wish that was the animation for fly in the games. Like, you just see, like, you're holding on to your, like, your whatever fly Pokemon you have's legs, and it's just barely making it. <laughs> dangling there that'd have been great oh by the way happy in the background is lifting air lifting richie out of there so yeah little tidbit richie is bending the rules of reality because he has main character abilities how does a butterfly like have the capacity to carry a boy with its like flipper foot flipper? that's like a, what is a, <laughs> a flipper butterfree's foot is like what is it anyway it's like a boot it's like a shoe a flipper i don't know what it is all right, anyway, all right, I'm done with this episode. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. We haven't even got to the best part. They have another moment after this. They do? All I remember is Ash sends out all his Pokemon except for Charizard. So we have effectively Ash's original team in the form of there's like a double Pikachu, a double Ash, plus Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Charmander, um, Pidgeotto, Butterfree. And they all pose together. Hooray. Yay. And then what happens next? Well, yeah, I guess they defeat Team Rocket. I don't remember how exactly, but they do. Who cares? And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now it's the closing it's a ceremony. Typical rinse, repeat. Yes. Yeah, it's the no, closing it's ceremony. No, it's not the closing ceremony what is yet it? because what is it? Ash and Richie have another super secret special moment together as the sun is setting, and Ash and Richie declare that they are going to do it together. Oh Christ! Being trainers together, they're going to do it together and reach the top together. So. I'm glad you were paying attention. I was to paying that, attention. I wasn't. And then Ash, they're about to like lean in and kiss, but then Misty and Brock run up and interrupt and say, "Hey guys, we missed everything, but we're having a huge dinner now, and the closing ceremonies now. So come on!" And so then Ash and Richie are like, "Fuck, we can't like screw right here on the ground." So then they go with, them. "Oh my god, right, right on the <laughs> ground there. Yep, right in the right in the the hole. So they're heading back to the pit at this point. Is what they're doing? They did have double penetration going on. Yep. Yeah, okay. there was a look. There was a two hole like euphemism, like Jacob said. There was yeah, okay. The sun may be setting, Ash." but it will never set on our love. Right. Well, the sun is setting on the league because now it's the closing ceremony and all the trainers are walking into the middle of the 
Superdome, whatever it's called, the stadium. <laughs> Superdome. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's like a fo- that's an actual football stadium. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Did anyone see the tentacle? I just have to point out the tentacle. Yeah, I was really cute. Ah! I saw that actually. Okay. Um everyone's waving. Everyone has like a little Pokemon companion as their partner. Ash and Richie and the Pikachu's are out there. Delia is crying. We are told that the league president, Good Show, is handing out the little participation trophy to everyone, which notes a league president. He said he was like the torch president, but that was a lie. No, we've talked about it, how he's he just runs the whole thing. He's like, right. He's he's the president of every facility. Yes. They say it's the Pokemon League badge, but it's very clearly a trophy. It's like a giant, like book sized thing. Yeah. I think we're going to see it for years and years to come on Ash's bookshelf or something like that. One of his little trinkets. Mm. I was thinking was, oh my god, how fucking boring would it be to sit there through them giving the little trophy badge to every single person? They're 10 year olds. Some of them are. Some of them are grown adults. And it makes me think of every stupid fucking graduation ceremony I've ever attended slash been a part of and how they're the most boring thing in the world. Gary is still MIA, so he doesn't get his league trophy thing. Meanwhile, Team Rocket's digging, digging under the stadium slash Superdome. They dig into some fireworks and are thrown up in the air with the fireworks. They're blasting off again. Everyone in the audience and all, and is enthralled by these fireworks. They're so amazing. Oh, my God. Did they unlight the torch for the fireworks ceremony? No, it was still uh, going. It was still lit. Like, it's lit in okay, the well, I feel like that'd be very distracting. What about the league winners? Yeah, we got our three league winners, which are... Two spiky-haired people and random girl. They're all cloaked in shadow. Shadow person A, B, and C. Which doesn't make sense because it's a bracketed tournament. Therefore, there wouldn't be three top winners. There, there would, would be. be four. There would be. Why would there be? To three top winners? There's semifinals and then finals. Oh, no, the two what, people who are in the top they two. They have constellation. The winner of the, yeah. they're of like, the semifinals. They're called like constellation matches or something like that. So like the first two who made it. They're good. And the person, people who lost the semifinal matches battle for third. Okay, we get one last fucking Ash and Richie scene after the ceremony. It was beautiful. Was it? They're in the stands and they like thumb up each other. Ugh. Oh my god. God, why would you do that? And then Richie is leaving and, and the Pokemon theme starts to play. And I'm like, hooray, a montage of all of our journeys with Ash, Misty, and Brock. Nope, just fucking kidding. It's just the last <laughs> few episodes. It's the flaming Moltres silhouette and these stupid fucking Kingler, Bellsprout, Muck battle shit. And that's it for like a full two minutes of yeah, that. I skipped that. Jacob, part. did you fast forward? Uh, yes, yeah, I, I knew sk- you would. I didn't even, as soon as I saw the appearance of a montage, I just clicked the end of the episode. What? You mean you didn't sit through the inspiring theme song? I was so uninspired at this point. I just, I think Ugh. I closed my laptop. <laughs> if it had been the entire show to this point, like... It's <laughs> just a montage. <laughs> yeah, like Ash waking up, Ash getting Pikachu and pulling Pikachu on the rope, Spiro attack, Misty, Team Rocket, Brock, Flint, Seymour the Scientist, Giselle, AJ. Okay, that would have been like a five hour long montage. <laughs> okay, then cut out Giselle and AJ and put in the starters and the F- some evolutions and some gym badges and that's it. It's funny you say that, okay? Because when I clicked to watch this episode, this reminded me, my laptop glitched and it went back to the first episode of the series. But I didn't, I didn't know that it went back to the first episode. So I thought the last episode started with like 
a flashback to the beginning of our journey. Oh. <laughs> so I sat there and watched the whole opening five minutes of the first one, expecting it to get to this one before I was like, oh, wait. Something's wrong here. I think you're watching a rerun. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's just funny you mentioned that. Well, how was going back to that first episode? How was that? Did you like Bruno again? Yeah, Bruno's all right. It was, uh, I'm glad I caught that mistake quickly. Five minutes is not quickly. Yeah, it is because I was watching it double speed. Oh, but did you watch this whole thing double speed? <laughs> no. The, the montage. I just clicked through it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So then Ash, once again, is in the center of the stadium, like kind of like in the first uh, opening theme. And kind of also similar to the first opening theme, Delia, Oak, Misty, and Brock are there for him, which is like sweet moment. I like that. And he runs over to his friends and family, and they're all going to go home to Pallet Town. The end. Well, the everyone else goes to Pound Town. The end. Okay. Well, Maybe I, and Oak. I, for one, cannot believe it. We have reached the pinnacle. The league is done. Thank God. Hooray. We have better leagues to come. But first, we have to go have an island vacation. Let's LVP and MVP and quote this thing up. Alex, you're first, followed by myself, and then Austin. You're going to wrap us up for the league. Yay. All right. I am going to give my MVP to James. Yay. Yay, because you know me, I love that crazy, wacky Team Rocket alliteration that they do. And there was, oh. a, <laughs> there was a really great moment during the pitfall trap sequence. Uh, Jesse and Meow have a little, like, back and forth banter. And then James jumps in at the end and he's like, the pit is it. Those crazy contraptions can't create the kind of classic catastrophe one can cause by cleverly concealing a calamitous crater. Which... Coincidentally, is also my quote. So <laughs> nice, two for one. I loved it when Four Kids goes all out with that crazy stuff. I love it. The LVP for this episode is a gimme, but I'm gonna give it to Richie because it's Richie we're talking about. Good. And he uh, tricked Ash into selling his soul to him, and that's why Ash is stuck in this terrible hell of not being ever being able old, to reach oh. his goal. I was gonna say, be a ten year old forever. This explains it right here. The devil made it that literally way. that's the explanation i am choosing to believe as to why poor ash can never fucking move on from this so in order for ash to turn 11 he has to slit richie's throat or something yeah, in order, <laughs> he yeah because he and drink his blood right and uh he never like gets that opportunity so now he's stuck forever god i hope that's in the live action version and we'll and we'll be casting it so get ready <laughs> sean beans richie gets killed every time Ooh. no because then he would have to die like a valiant death and i don't think richie would ever die a valiant death so. lord stark gets his head cut off in a square after lying about like treason to the empire yeah but he got completely shafted for that <laughs> i'm sorry y'all sean bean would be lucario oh That's my true. god <laughs> he 100 percent would be oh, <laughs> pretty, no. yeah the wisdom yeah oh man okay that's pretty good all right i'm gonna start off with my quote because it feeds no, it doesn't feed anything. Never mind. I'm starting with my quote. My quote comes from our boy, Richie. Our boy. This is not Guzma. This is not Sarcasm. our boy Guzma. Like I said, Team Rocket pops out. They run. They fall into a hole. We hear Richie declare, how did this hole get here? <laughs> and like this coming from the kid that reverse engineered an elevator <laughs> to get it to work again. And he didn't understand how a hole got dug in the middle of nowhere sinkholes are a thing too you know like it could just be a natural thing but you know no not this case 
My MVP goes to the girl that beat Richie. Yeah, yeah. Asunta. What's her name? For cheating. <laughs> Asunta. Asunta. Good for you. And then my LVP, I gave it to the Pokemon League. And this could go for many reasons, but my main reason was for, for acknowledging losers. Okay? Oh. Everyone got a trophy. Everyone got a trophy, which I think is garbage. And kudos to Gary for leaving before that happened. <laughs> you accept your defeat and you move on. Yeah, good. you know what? That's an excellent point. Good for him. He didn't have time for that stupid shit. He was like, you know what? I'm on to better shit. He's like spending his time doing something useful. You lose the first round and you still get a trophy, but you wait there for six days to get it. Whatever. Anyway, that's it for me. Okay, my quote is going to be on that Professor Oak quote I used earlier. Good one. My LVP is going to be James for the same reason he was Alex's MVP. Why? Because he had good alliteration? Is that why? Exactly. That was annoying as shit. I'm personally, I feel personally uh, like attacked and offended about this. Well, you shouldn't because I'm attacking James. And my MVP is going to be Asunta's Ivysaur for being cute. Yay. And hacking the game. And for hacking the game. I got everything sorted out. If you want to take a look, we can announce oh my God. the MVPs Wait, drum and the roll. LVPs. Drum roll, Wait, Okay, please. so this is a total accumulation of our MVP. Who's got the most MVPs? Who's got the most LVPs? Is that correct, Austin? Yes. I have MVPs and LVPs, both for each of us. Okay. Like, who's Alex's MVP? Who's Austin's LVP? As well as overall together all of them combined including kelsey's from the one episode she was in all right as a guest star we talked about this though a while like a long time ago like you mentioned that you were going to keep tabs on this so yes if you've been with us from the sort of beginning thank you guys but now you can finally get resolution to that story arc yay yay do it Here is the top five LVPs. Actually, I'm going to do the top six. Actually, the top seven, because that's funnier. The top seven. <laughs> Tied for sixth place for top LVP overall is Starmie and James with Ooh. nine. Okay. Ah. But number five is Professor Oak with ten. Okay. Wait, did you skip something? You said seven, right? Six and seven are oh, Starmie sorry. and James Go. tied. Then five is Oak. Got it. And number four is not who you would think. It's Officer Jenny with only 12. Really? What? Well, okay, to oh. be fair, she tapers off. She tapers off to where she's not in a lot of episodes towards the end. That's true. And that's what I found with these results. Yeah. Because the top three are... Oh, God. Number three is Misty with 13. <laughs> number two is Ash with 21. Oh. And number one is Brock with 24 <laughs> oh, LBPs. <God. laughs> Very, yep, that makes sense. Very good. That's literally double Jenny's total. I am so <laughs> shocked. Holy crap. So Brock, Missy, and Ash get the most because they're in every episode. But so are <laughs> Jesse and James, and James didn't get that high. Oh, my God. I That's amazing. Oh, poor Brock. Poor Brock. What's Okay, now I got to know what's the MVP. All right, let's do overall MVP. Wait, so Jesse didn't place like at all? Uh, no. no. Let's see where she was. She was she was tied in twelfth place. Oh, geez. okay. Let's go through some of the rest of the results. Oh, 
god i'm so that's surprising to me okay sixth place was starmie and james eighth place was pikachu ninth place is a tie of meowth and nurse joy (laughs) oh togafi is on its own in 11th place and then we got like a big tie for 12th place actually no it's not that big that's tied for 12th place is dexter giovanni jesse and todd snap oh my god wow he was in the least amount wow okay i don't even remember giving lvp like who gave lvp to dexter I Austin. think I did each of those Austin times. Did. We can look at our individuals Okay, as well. okay. That's so crazy. Wow. Yeah, yes, James? Or, <laughs> Jacob? <laughs> That's not the first time I've done that. No, I was just saying, I remember when you picked Dexter because he labeled a Pokemon wrong or something like that. Yeah, something like that. All right, overall MVP. Let's do the top um, seven again. Yes. Tied in fifth place for MVP is Brock, Meowth, and all of Team Rocket as a whole. Okay. okay. They each got nine. Fourth place for MVP is Pikachu with 12. Aww. Okay, that's pretty good. Third place is Jessie with 14. Okay. So she was really low on the LVP, but really high on the MVP. She's amazing, obviously. <laughs> she might be our favorite. Okay, second place is Ash with 16. Oh my god, who's the number one? Guess. Gary. Um... No, not Gary. He can't be Gary. He's on enough episodes. Yeah, but I've given him MVP like a hell of a lot of times. It's someone very present. It's Misty with 20 votes. Really? What? The voice of wisdom has taken the number one slot. So Misty is the most valuable character and Brock is the least valuable character. And because of this, Misty gets to stay for the next story arc, but Brock gets voted off the island. (laughs) Oh, that's very true. Off the orange island. Oh, God. His tribe has spoken. Is this related at all to like all the early times where it may have been me or, you know, maybe you guys as well, like... All the times Misty was shit on by the other characters. And I was like, I got to give her MVP because she just had such a tough time. (laughs) I think that contributed. But I think it's mostly because Misty really was the voice of reason in most of these episodes where everyone else was being stupid. Yeah, very, very true. I'm so glad that we did this project over this the course of these episodes because we got a good tabulation of how we felt as a whole. All right, let's do the rest of the places for MVP. Tied for 8th place is Onyx and Bulbasaur with 8. Oh. Tied in 10th place is Charmander slash Charmeleon slash Charizard for 7, along with James and Psyduck. The next tier is 13th place. It's Ekin slash Arbok, Gary, and Nurse Joy. Nice. And then it's Pidgeotto with 5 for 16th place. I'm going to stop there. That would, if you like range it out, Pidgeotto would probably be the top, the top slot because... It only got in five episodes, really. So each time it appeared... It wasn't more than that. Yeah. <laughs> each time it appeared, though, it was, like, the MVP, so... What about all of, like, the weird ones that we, like, said, like, a one-off, like... They're all at the bottom. There's some good <laughs> ones. Let's go through some. Bigglypuff, Bigglypuff's Bell, Bill's Kabuto costume, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Daniel Foreman... <laughs> Daniel Foreman. Oh, God. <laughs> the Electrode Rider guy. What's the most funny, like, the funniest one santa claus's boot oh my god and let's look at the lvps for who's kind of silly um ash's father is on here <laughs> the background birds <laughs> i remember the background birds everyone with a gun what, yeah, what episode with that was that the kaiser? safari warden thing yeah. that had to have been kaiser 
Okay, the fork in the road. <laughs> that was me. I remember that one. L. Ron Hubbard and Seymour <laughs> are on here both. Oh, God. Weird as hell animation. Whoever comes up with the Pokemon weights. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorites when we go yeah. off the cuff and like pick the wacky ones. Now, do you want to look at your own MVP LVPs? Because some of them are kind of surprising. I'll go ahead and look at my own. My number oh, one MVP. Gosh. Okay, do you want to go ahead? No, no, go ahead. My number one MVP is Jesse. Like total overall? Yeah. I picked Jesse six times. So my top MVP is Jesse, and my top LVP was Starmie. Oh. I picked Starmie. Every time Starmie was picked was by me. Neither Jacob nor myself ever picked Starmie. You were the one. Yeah. That's great. So, Austin, who'd you, who was it again? Sorry, I was bringing up my sheets. Who was your most valuable player chosen most? For me, I picked Jesse six times for MVP. And I picked Starmie nine times for LVP. Okay. Mine is I got Ash seven times for MVP, and he's leading the way. My LVP was Brock with eight times, followed close by Jenny and James. See, I was surprised that J- James was so high on your list. You picked him a lot. Yeah, for LVP, yeah. What was your like most absurd one? Rhyhorn Ry- Rider guy. <laughs> oh, the guy who sank? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, okay, I'm looking at mine. My top MVP was Misty, surprisingly. Well, actually, no, not surprisingly, because I no. defended her early on. LVP. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> Who's it? Tied for the top spot. Each of them have nine. I gave it, it was between Ash and Brock. Oh my God. Yay. Yay. <laughs> that is so shocking because at the very beginning of this, I feel like I'm going to put my foot in my mouth because at the beginning I was like, I love Brock. Brock's my favorite character and he's my LVP. Tied for the most. Okay. For Alex, your third place is a tie between Brock, Onyx, Pikachu, Team Rocket, Ash, and Gary. Wait, what is that? Wait, for MVP? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you're spreading out the love to everyone. Yeah. Well, you know what? They all deserve their time in the spotlight, okay? Honorable mention to, at the very bottom, Todd's camera and Wild Drill that tried to t- kill Timmy. <laughs> that sounds like a... Where's, J- where's Timmy? Stuck in the well. And also, on the flip side of that, LVP for the Wild Drill that tried to kill Timmy. That was a funny one. <laughs> This is great. Oh, this is so great. We're going to refresh this for Orange Island, so get ready for a new competition. You know what? I want to give Austin the MVP Aww. for doing this and keeping up with this this entire time. This is great. I'm so glad we can get like a whole picture. It was my idea. Okay, yes, it was. Double but MVP. I did it. <laughs> Double MVP to both of you guys. It was really annoying because we only started doing this like a while in, so I had to go back and like <laughs> scroll, scroll, scroll through each episode. Uh, it took forever. That's right. It was probably 80% me, 20% Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob, you're editing every episode from now on. <laughs> see how it goes. <laughs> it would just be this. There'd be no cuts or anything. Oh, God. Miserable. <laughs> wow. Great, great, great job. That's a great way to wrap up the league and... uh what region are we in again? Kanto? Yeah. Kanto, that's right. What a great way to wrap up Kanto. Because like I said, next time... Jacob's really retaining this info <laughs> as, these, as we're going through. <laughs> There's so much. So much to absorb here. I can, yeah, I can barely handle. Yeah, what's your excuse? Like, mine is, it's been 10 years since I've seen these. What's your excuse? Mine is, I got really confused between like Kanto and Johto when gold and silver mm. came out. And you could flop between the two. 
I mean, they're basically like Johto's basically like Kanto 2.0. Like it's an yeah. extension of it. Yeah, that's the, those regions are just the same to me. They're blurred together in my head. There should be like a hyphen between them because they're the same thing. Tojo, basically. I mean, that's yeah. Tojo. Oh yeah, Tojo Falls. Yep. But we are starting the Orange Islands next. But before, this is where we mention that we are going to be taking a little bit of a break. Right, Austin? I was going to let you explain it a little bit better. All right, I'll explain it. If everything goes according to plan, this episode is coming out into your feeds on March 12th. We'll be taking the next two Saturdays off, and we'll be back in April. Fun stuff. Yeah, be sure to, you know, check back with us. Tune in. The journey still is continuing. We've got so much more to talk about. And Tracy. So, goddamn. Maybe we'll be, like, we're probably going to be retired by the time this gets completed, if we're being honest here. Um, no, Jacob. We'll be dead first. <laughs> That's true. One or the, the other. <laughs> we are going to outlive Pokemon. I hope you all are ready to accept that fact. Wait, wait. We are going to outlive? No, Oh it's shit! Sorry, Pokemon. Is gonna <laughs> I was about to say, us. you may miss that a little bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I did mess up. Sorry, it's been a long day. It's been. A, I you know how long my day has been. Yeah, well, yeah. You shared it earlier. Thanks for toughing it out, Austin. Good this job. This has been great. I just want to say thank you guys to all the listeners for sticking with us through this entire first couple. Like, I guess technically we're still in what season two, but like still this first arc. Yes. How fun. Leave five star use. Let us know, like, I'm curious, like, let us know what your favorite episode has been so far. Yeah, I would love to hear from people who are actually listening. Like, if you are sitting there chopping onions on the kitchen counter or whatever, or driving, feel free to please contact us and let us know any responses or any thoughts you have. We would love it. We really would. We would throw up a raid in your honor. How are we doing? Yeah, praise, criticism, it's all welcome. How have you, like, what have you guys been thinking? How have we been doing? Is there anything you'd like to see out of, you know, this podcast? What can we do differently? Anything. Anything at all. We'd love to hear from you. Constructive criticism, please. All right. Does you have any more thoughts before I close this out here? That was a pretty good way to wrap it up. Fuck Richie. Yeah, fuck Richie. Uh, apparently he's coming back, so God help us all. Are we doing our reading at the end? It's late. It is late. <laughs> it is late. <laughs> Later. We'll do it later. later. We always we gotta go to bed. Well, yeah, we gotta go that's, to bed. I gotta eat know, dinner. I got stuff I gotta do. And this is another thing you guys can look forward to when we return. Alright, all you panhandlers out there. We just want to say thank you all for listening. And if you want to send that criticism or praise, you can reach us at outofthedrawingpan at gmo.com. Again, that is outofthedrawingpan at gmo.com. And you can follow us on Twitter. You can DM us there. I think that's what the kids do these days. Uh, the handle is out of drying pan and be sure to join us in two weeks as the journey continues three weeks three weeks three weeks three weeks that's right because this episode comes out much 12 three weeks as the journey continues thanks for the correction see y'all then Our